Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic Education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. This morning we are visiting St. Joseph High School in Etrona Heights up the Allegheny River, only about 20 miles from downtown Pittsburgh. And St. Joseph's is the oldest Catholic high school in the Diocese of Pittsburgh. It was founded back in 1915. They have Athletic and Science and Technology Center, which was just completed in 2009 and offers a college preparatory education that encourages spiritual growth, academic excellence, and extracurricular participation. And here to talk with us this morning about St. Joseph's School are Tyler Fontana and Madeline Mote. They are both juniors and student ambassadors who help St. Joe's High School. Tyler and Madeline, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Hey, Madeline, can you first tell our listeners uh, where you're from, uh, what parish, and your parents and any siblings? Okay, so I am from Gibsonia, PA, mm-hmm. and I attend St. Victor's Parish in Bearford. In Bearford. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my parents are Alyssa and Stephen Moat, and my little brother is a freshman. His name is Nicholas. And, and Nicholas goes to St. Joe's, yes. too. Yes. Huh? Okay. And uh, Tyler? You want to in- introduce yourself this right. morning to our guests? Uh, I'm Tyler Fontana. Um, I live in the lower borough era, mm-hmm. er, area, and um, I go to Mount St. Peter's in New Kensington. And that's uh, right across the bridge in the Diocese of Greenspark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, my parents are Kristen and Bernie Fontana, and I have an older brother who's a graduate of St. Joe's. Oh, okay. Uh, he goes to Penn State Barron right now. What's your older brother's name? Uh, Ethan Fontana. E- Ethan. And he plans on majoring in aerospace engineering. Ooh. And then I have a younger brother who's a uh, freshman right now at St. Joe's. So three sons, huh, yep. your parents have. <laughs> All right. You're right in the middle, huh? Mm-hmm. And St. Joe's, uh, because of its location, it covers the Diocese of Pittsburgh and Greensburg because it's right across the bridge. And uh, 44 parishes and 21 different school districts. So you have a lot of of classmates and other students from pretty much around both dioceses and a lot of different parishes. Mm -hmm. So that must make it pretty neat to have... uh, friends and classmates from not just from Gibsonia or Lower Borough, but from around the uh, upper Allegheny Valley area. Yes. And what are some of your favorite subjects in after-school activities? Uh, we'll, we'll start with you, Madeline. Um, so probably my two favorites would have to be art and Latin. Art and Latin. Okay. Yeah, very different. Um, mm-hmm. Art is just kind of like a really good creative outlet for me. Um, I do enjoy it. I look forward to it. The school has a lot of um, interest in 
the arts and they acknowledge it just as much as the science and technology so they do have a really nice art department and a nice art room so i really enjoy it and do you like to draw or to paint um, or a little bit of both, little both? right now okay. i've been drawing a painting and i'm really it's a lot of fun future picasso huh um maybe <laughs> um line is definitely a challenge but it's very it's very very interesting and i really enjoy it it's something that like not a lot of other schools offer you, know, so. you don't hear too many schools, high schools, so offer Latin, and uh, it's an old language, but it really helps with uh, with the theology. Yeah, too. definitely. Uh, so, and how about you, Tyler? What are what are your some of some of your favorite subjects for and me, activities? Yeah. For me, my favorite subject is um, in math right now. Wow. I'm currently taking pre-calculus. Ooh. I plan on taking engineering calc or calc one next year. Um, for me, like some of my favorite like after school activities is like first robotics um i'm also like i was also captain of the golf team this year so i mean i really enjoy golfing uh as well as i'm also the president of farm club which is another after school activity where we say almost play around with hydroponics and Mm. learn about that so you you like math Mm -hmm. and uh Math is not one of my favorite subjects. It was one of my harder subjects, but it's very important. So you think you might be leaning in an engineering field, uh, possibly in college? or? Yeah, I'm looking around that. I'm actually thinking something around like as like an AI engineer or mm-hmm. a software security engineer okay. in the future. And believe it or not, like I looked into that and involves some multivariable calculus <laughs> in your extra activities uh robotics which we will we'll, we'll cover a little bit more mm-hmm. on and golf too that's really good so nice little variety for both of you uh tyler and madeline madeline a couple years ago your brother nicholas uh became very sick and you were able to help him can you tell our listeners what happened because this sounds like an interesting story uh yeah um so about two years ago in april my brother started showing showing signs that he was jaundiced, so his mm. um, top half was completely a yellow tint. His eyes were yellow like the rainbow color. You yellow. physically saw him changing. Yes. Wow. Um, that must have been scary. Yeah, so we didn't really know what was going on, so we went to the doctors and tests were run, and we found out it was there's something to do with it was something wrong with his liver and his enzymes. Mm. So. We got him on a medicine, and it started to help, and he was be- he felt totally fine, like he was feeling good. And then we find out after more tests that um, it actually turned into a blood disorder mm. called aplastic anemia. Um, his was severe, so that meant which which meant that um, five percent or less was functioning in his body at the time, and that was his bone marrow. So. Your bone marrow makes um, red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets, and um, his was not making those for him. So he was getting bruises very, very easily. Um, If he got a cut, he would bleed and bleed and bleed. It'd take a really long time for it to clot up. And so the only – there are three solutions that you can approach it, and the first was a sibling – match uh bone marrow transplant Mm -hmm. so i got tested and 25 percent of siblings are a possible match 
and me and him were actually a perfect match. Perfect match, you and your brother. Yeah, wow. so I think they looked at like eight boxes, and I managed to get all eight. So um, we were very, 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 very lucky and blessed to be able to, like that I was able to help him. So um, getting tested was pretty easy. I just got a swab, a cotton swab in my mouth, mm-hmm. and then they looked at his versus mine. And then um, I got some testing done, and um, one week before transplant day, um, he went in and he got a round of chemo to um, basically destroy his immune system mm-hmm. to knock it back down. And then he had tra- he had um, transplant day was July twenty seventh, and um, he received my marrow in an IV bag. Um, it was about an eight-hour process, and he kind of just sat in bed the whole time. He wasn't feeling so good the day after. He had some side effects because of um, graft-versus-host disease, which is where your body kind of rejects the marrow. Mm-hmm. But um, he didn't get it too bad, so it was just more of a foreign thing coming into his body, and his body was like, what's happening? So it was just his body's way of reacting, so he had a bad migraine and some nausea, but they have medicine to help him, so... He ended up feeling pretty good. And to this day? He um, he's feeling really good. Mm-hmm. We, um, He's down to only uh, one appointment every six months. So his next appointment's in March. And, yeah, he's doing really So you really, basically really well. saved your brother's life. Uh, yeah. How did that affect you with your personal life and then your faith? Because um, that's, that's like the greatest gift somebody can give. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we all kind of took it our own different ways, mm-hmm. me and my family. Um, Did it bring you, uh, everybody together closer? Uh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. We definitely got so much closer from it. Um, and me personally, I, I did... Um, get closer with them but i also did kind of do some soul searching during that time sure. because i don't know it's a lot for a 14 year old to be able to say yes because at 14 in pennsylvania i could have said no yeah and i was like why would i say no like why would anyone ever say no to their little brother that's family yeah, yeah. um so you look at life a little bit different huh uh most definitely mm-hmm. um i did go through kind of a rough patch where during that time I didn't really attend church, just a lot going on. And um, I wasn't exactly the most happy with God at the time just because it was more of the questioning. And so I kind of just pushed him away. But um, once things started to look up, I started to turn to him more. Mm -hmm. Um, Just mostly prayer whenever I needed it and I needed to feel strong again. Um, but did that help you with the parent, your parents too, to bring everybody all together? Most closer? definitely. Mm-hmm. We, we are pretty, we attend mass every week mm-hmm. family. Like we're pretty active and it, we definitely came together during the time and we prayed together and we just kind of took it day by day and yeah. Wow. So you saved your brother's life. And you probably didn't have to think twice about no. You know, and you see things in the news that complete strangers come together and they form friendships everlasting. But this is your this is your little brother, and yeah. his sister saved his life. And I can just imagine, 
you and your family, what you've gone through, and um, not to even think twice about, hey, we're a perfect match. I don't have to think about this. You're giving your gift of faith and life together, and here you are. You helped him, and he probably helped you. And yeah. look, look at life a little bit different each each and every day. And what a great story that is, uh, especially we just celebrated Valentine's Day uh, last week. So you truly love love your family, love God, oh, yeah. and love your you love your not your neighbor. We'll take a break. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the administrator of the Catholic Community of the East End of Pittsburgh, which is the parishes of St. Bede and Point Breeze, St. Charles Luanga in the East End, and St. James in Wilkinsburg. And this morning, we are focusing on St. Joseph's High School in Natrona Heights, uh, one of the oldest uh, Catholic high schools in the Diocese of Pittsburgh. And uh, we are really grateful this morning to have Tyler Fontana and Madeline Moat, uh, both are juniors at St. Joe's, as our guests this morning. And Tyler, in the first segment, uh, you talked about one of your favorite um, passions is in extracurricular activities is robotics. And tell our listeners about uh, the worldwide robotics competition that you're part of. This sounds really interesting. Yeah, so we have an after-school activity called FIRST Robotics. Uh, what FIRST stands for is for, for Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, the competition is a high school-aged uh, international co- team competition where students are giving six weeks to build, design, and program a robot to compete against other teams during that competition. Um, again, there's strict financial limits as well as build constraints during that t- like time period that you have to meet. Um, mm. And like it's a pretty big competition. It's, it's 28th season this year and has over 3,000 teams like worldwide. Wow. Mm. Um, along with that, there's over 91,000 youth like uh team members and over 25,000 mentors that, like help along like with our robotics team. So I mean it's a pretty big uh like program to be a part of and the nice thing about it is that you're able to almost sample like what you want to do with your life if you're thinking about engineering mm-hmm. or even finance. I mean we have people who keep track of all our financial stuff and budgeting. So, I mean, it's really a program it's where... It's a big thing. So yeah. this is an extracurricular activity group, but you're, it's also shaping you for your future, mm-hmm. especially since you like math and, and robotics and engineering, and uh, plus how to keep a budget, too. And it's a team team effort thing, mm-hmm. too. So you kind of learn and grow personally, but also with your other, your other classmates, too. Mm-hmm. Now, how has your faith grown since you've been attending St. Joseph's High School? Well, like, for me, I went, like... I've been to like a Catholic school all my life, mm-hmm. and for really when I was younger, I didn't understand my faith as much. I kind of went through the motions, you could say, and it kind of happened again freshman year. But sophomore year, I really like sort of dive into my faith and like what it really meant to me. And like through St. Joe's, like and the teachers there, they kind of taught like how God is someone you can go to and mm-hmm. pray to uh, in times of like stress and that's kind of what i use them like. so as you uh go go through each year at saint joseph's you mm-hmm. felt like your faith was actually growing mm-hmm. yeah and madeline uh, you went to saint ursula uh, grade school in gibsonia which is now part of blessed trinity academy 
How was that transition from St. Ursula's to St. Joe's uh, when you entered as a freshman a few years ago? It was a, I would say a half and half, good and bad. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a big change coming yeah, from a little school into a, a high school mode. Oh, yeah. It's a game. big adjustment mm-hmm. um, in and of itself. But I also came from St. Ursula where I was the only one who attended Oh, you were the who only was, classmate. Going, you I didn't have any one. other classmates. Yeah, went so on. I oh. knew absolutely no one. But St. Joe's does a good job of making known your classmates. We do mm-hmm. like a girls' social and a boy social, a whole class social, and then a little bit into the school year, we do a freshman retreat, and you have a retreat all four years of high school hmm. um, at St. Joe's, and it's just a, a good way to get to know your classmates where those ice cream socials were even before school. So I knew, at least I knew a couple familiar faces and a couple names even before I went on freshman orientation day. So you had like a head start. You felt like that would, that social actually helped oh, yeah, break most the ice. Definitely. And you weren't coming in not knowing anyone or seeing familiar faces. Yeah, definitely. And St. Joe's invites grandparents and other relatives uh, and special people to you. You have weekly school masses followed by socials, and also the school has started an alumni speaker series. I like this. Uh, this is a great thing. And Tyler, your brother Ethan, who you said is older, uh, he came back to his alma mater. Tell us about uh, when your brother came back to visit and gave his little story about being in the halls of St. Joseph's. I mean, it's always interesting to hear like <laughs> how he perceived things at St. Joe's, um, but it really gave me in- insight of how much St. Joe's prepared him for college mm-hmm. and how, like, what to expect, like, senior year for me, like, go, like at St. Joe's and then what's expected for college. And that was really the major thing that, like, hmm. I was able to learn. And your principal, Mrs. Uh, Beverly Kanicki, uh, she says that uh, it's not based on uh, tests and quizzes, but projects and research and, and labs. And she's also talked about how well uh, the students have done in the science and history competitions. Can you give us uh, some examples of some projects or research that you've done uh, in the competitions in the classmates that you've, you've entered, Madeline? Um, so we, in a history day, National History Day is one hmm. competition we're actually preparing for right now. Uh, it's coming up next month, I believe March Thirty first or something around the thirty first. So we're finishing up and getting ready, but we choose a topic, and you basically become the expert of your top topic. Mm. You've um, they give you a couple ways to present it. It's your choice. Your topic is your choice. So my history teacher really enjoys it because we really dive into what we want to talk about because we choose the topics and. We choose topics that we enjoy, not just it's reading from a book. It's something that you like and you know, and you're going to share that more than versus being forced to say, oh, I have to talk about this, and yeah. I don't really like it, but you, your heart's into it. Yes, yeah. and um, mm. it, there's definitely a lot of research, so sure. we're also learning basic research skills, even not even just for science, but also for history. Mm. So it's very... How about you, Tyler? I mean, I really like the project-based uh, aspect mm. of St. Joe's because, mm-hmm. I mean... We have History Day. We also have a class that you can take, a weighted class called Science Research, Science where you participate in like PJS and Persev. And what that class does, it prepares you for those competitions, and like it teaches you different ways to research. And with the whole project-based idea at St. Joe's, I mean, 
for our biology, like for biology this year, uh, a third of our grade is based on labs. So like they, and I believe in physics, there's a good portion where a good portion of your grade is based on a lab. So you, it's not like you're just taking a test or quiz and that determines your whole grade. That's great. Now, a lot of students now are taking a bigger role telling their parents where they want to go to high school. If somebody is in eighth grade now who might be uh, considering St. Joseph's High School, Madeline, what would you say to them? Um, definitely consider it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that St. Joe's offered me that other schools that I looked at definitely didn't. Um, definitely one being the family aspect. We are one big family at St. Joe's. Everyone's looking out for everyone. I have upperclassmen and underclassmen friends that I will be friends with after high school. That's awesome. Um, So definitely the family aspect is something you won't get at another school. You're not lost in the crowd. You're not just a number. You're a family. Yeah. And how about you, Tyler? What would you say to an eighth grader listening or a family that's listening this morning? For me, I think what personally brought me as an eighth grader into St. Joe's was indeed like the first program there. Mm. It's such a great program in my opinion. And I think it prepares you for kind of prepares you and pushes you in the right direction of what you want to do with like your life after high school. Mm -hmm. And at St. Joe's is a more student based uh, setup where other like teams that other schools that might have the program, the mentors kind of take over and the students really don't get the chance to uh, really look into like what first has to offer. So it's really student driven. Mm -hmm. Like and friendships driven, family driven. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. everyone. And who would have thought? You know, coming in a few years ago, not knowing anyone, here you are with yeah. friends in the upper class and lower classes, and and Tyler with you, your brothers, keeping that tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, Madeline Moat and Tyler Fontana, thanks for being with us this morning. Thank right. you. Thank you for having. We'll us. be back a moment on Catholic Education Plus. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring St. Joseph's High School in Natrona Heights is holding their annual Spring Open House on Wednesday, March the 13th from 5 to 7 p.m. That's only just in a few weeks from uh, today. You can receive a private tour by a St. Joe's student ambassador. You meet the faculty, the students, and also meet some current parents. What a great way to dive in and take a tour and check out St. Joe's in Eternal Heights. It's located about 20 miles from downtown Pittsburgh. They offer a college preparatory education that encourages spiritual growth, academic excellence, and a lot of extracurricular activities. Financial aid is available, and the class of 2018 earned $5.2 million in scholarships and awards. So come out to St. Joseph's High School in Eternal Heights Open House. Again, that's on March the 13th from 5 to 7 p.m. For more information, you can visit stjosephhs.com. That's stjosephhs.com. They're holding their annual Spring Open House Wednesday, March the 13th from 5 to 7 p.m. What a great way to take a look at the school and meet the faculty and staff. We'll see you there in a few weeks. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 630 right here on KDK Radio. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.